for joining Time Out with PSOA, where sports officials share their stories to help recruit, train, educate not only sports officials, but players, coaches, administrators, and fans. Through this information, we're going to help make us all better for the game. Thank you for taking time out today with PSOA once again. Today's topic podcast will be Steps to Get Started as a Sports Official. The hardest thing to do in sports officiating is working your very first game. And today's podcast will focus on how the, the steps to take so you could be ready physically, emotionally, and you are ready for that first assignment. We have a guest speaker, Nate Newhouse. He played football, former Division II football coach at Nebraska-Omaha, and is the current NSAA supervisor and coordinator officials for the Nebraska School Activities Association. Nate, thank you for taking time out with PSOA today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. This is exciting stuff. This is going to be very valuable for our officiating people and our officiating world. And this is your first year as a supervisor and coordinator of officials for the NSAA. What have you learned in your first year thus far? Well, I've certainly learned to appreciate the many people that take time out of their lives beyond their work lives, their personal lives, to provide these opportunities. They're certainly very talented. They're dedicated to providing these opportunities so that our student-athletes in high school get to play a game, get to play an activity that uh, we did when we were younger. And it's, it's special to do that. And our retention is a big focus now. We need to focus more on retention. The recruiting can take care of itself. But a part of retention is much of what you're doing. We need to train these officials and educate them, mentor them. And then beyond that, respect and appreciate their efforts. And part of that is sportsmanship. So we reach out to our fans and our spectators and our schools to make sure that we're treating these people with the appropriate sportsmanship. Perfect. Well, there's going to be three topics we talk about today. Um, The first one is getting started as a new official. And what I'll sort of explain to the listeners here and Nate is how we get a person who shows any interest in becoming a sports official and to get them to the first game. And then I'll probably pass it off to Nate talking about, all right, how do we get started as a high school? So boom, it's just like school. First day of kindergarten. Let's go. All right. We got to get ready for that first day of kindergarten. All right, so as a sports official, you want to join a local group. So if you live in Dayton, Ohio, Buffalo, New York, Sacramento, California, just Google Sports Official Association. Um, Here in Omaha, Nebraska, we have uh, PSOA for Premier Sports Officials Association. You go to that website, fill out Join PSOA. Many other groups have an online application, and then – Whoever is that contact is going to send you an email. Hey, we have our meeting coming up. I know in Omaha we have a meeting January 22nd, January 29th at Westside High School for baseball and softball umpires. At those meetings, it gives you that group's policies, procedures, expectations. Those meetings are very, very important for you as a new sports official. The next step, once you get into a group, you have to purchase a uniform and equipment. Um, We're going to talk about it later. Fake it till you make it. When you are out there officiating, the coaches, the players, the fans, they don't know if it's your first game or your 10,000th game. 
But if you show up in uniform, they know you are there for the right reason. So definitely get a uniform and equipment. Next one is attend and complete education programs, whether it's meetings live, online forums, um, whatever that group is expecting you to do. You don't want to just go out there, oh, I played for 18 years, I know this game. You have to learn the sports officiating rules, mechanics, and signals. Sign up for games, and then go work the games that you signed up for. Um, I, I always compare it. it. It is. It's easy as one, two, three, A, B, C. But if you don't have that uniform, if you don't take time to educate yourself, you're not going to have a good experience. Um, and a lot of times, you're going to run away more than you stay with it. So now we're going to move to topic number two. We have a sports official who started working youth sports. They have the passion. They have that drive-in competition, and they now want to work that high school level. So how does a, an official in the state of Nebraska get started to work high school contests? Yeah, first thing they're going to do is go through the steps that you just discussed uh, to get started and, and provide a platform in much of the ways they are an independent contractor, so they're going to run their own personal business. So they want to get organized with all those elements. But with respect to the NSAA specifically, we have a website, and individuals will go to our website, to the officials page, and they will create a profile or an account. And then through that account, they would log in and register, pay the fees for whatever sport or sports they are interested in officiating. Once that process has been accomplished and they've activated, whether it be basketball or football, they will continue to log into that account through their profile and take their tests. Generally, there's two a year that must be taken. They will watch their rules meetings. They will submit their schedules so that we can go out and observe them at that point. Uh, this is their also portal of information that we provide them with regards to rules changes or any other clinics or information they might need. So it's important that they learn to interface and use our website and contact the NSA and develop that kind of working relationship. Now, when I, is, I join NSAAHome.org, create my profile, and I live in, oh, we'll just say Broken Bow, Nebraska, what is it that you have done to help those officials who, whether moved because of job or um, just started, how do they get in contact? How does the state help that official get in contact so they get assigned games? So a couple of the changes we made that we are – excited about this year is the, re the reduction of the rates. Typically, it's $50 per sport, but we've reduced those rates for first-time officials to try to encourage them to get involved. We've also moved our tests from 100-question tests down to $50, 50-question $50, 50 tests. But with regards to connections, we have a database. This allows us to run reports. I can call you frequently, obviously. You're familiar with that. But I can also call officials in that particular area when I need somebody to mentor a new official. Because it is hard to get games when you're a new official. Nobody knows your name yet. You don't have any experience. You don't have any exposure. So it does take some assistance from a veteran official or an experienced official to plug you into the local schools. And you'll start working the lower level games and work your way up into the varsity games as things progress. So this is a business of networking. And you must continue to develop your network to get games. I, I will also throw this whether it's in the state of Nebraska, um, state of Ohio, state of Indiana, 
a lot of times those state offices have the context of athletic directors. So don't be afraid to use that list and contact that local athletic director because from my experience, athletic directors are always looking for sports officials. Um, while you're having meetings with other states, are there other systems that other directors such as yourself use to get sports officials started and have success? Yeah, we reach out to our universities. We reach out to high schools and the individual associations such as the PSOA to recruit and retain officials. And it's a collaborative effort, obviously. Once you are in our database and you do the necessary requirements to become classified, you are listed on our roster. That roster is then provided to every high school in the state. So the AD can log into their portal through the NSAA and they can look at the roster of 900 officials registered in basketball when they're looking for officials and make phone calls and emails to fill their schedules. So it is a large network of individuals that need to be closely connected and collaborate to make sure we get games filled. The, the other part of getting started is it's not only getting started to work games. It's getting started to your first playoff game, your second round playoff game. Um, so from a supervisor standpoint, what is the purpose and importance of the preseason video, preseason test, part two test during the season? How do you use that? Well, the first thing it does is it provides everybody with a foundation so that we're all working from the same mechanics, the same rules interpretations. We want to be as consistent as possible with all of our officials. Now, there's different thresholds, and we're all individuals and human beings, so we make calls as we see them. But if we're using the mechanics set forth by the National Federation of High School Sports and we're all speaking the same language, that provides us an opportunity to officiate consistently across the state and across the country, really. We all follow the same rules. So it's important that that communication is done early, and that's the very first step of officiating. Learning the rules, yes. Knowing the mechanics, yes. But then how to implement them once you get on the field or on the court is another process in and of itself so just because you pass a test at 100 doesn't necessarily mean you're a great official yet there's a lot to learn and that's where you come in with the clinics and the mechanics Uh, we also have observers so once an official gets into our system we can track their schedules we can go out we can observe them we can provide feedback through electronic feedback that they can log in and read those are the things that we can track their progress and track their improvement year to year which hopefully they work into the playoffs and deeper into the playoffs and into the finals. And that's what many of our officials are looking to accomplish. Excellent. We're, we're, we're going to transition here. Topic number three, as I'm going to discuss how to get started at the college level, Nate, I'm going to ask you to take off your supervisor hat and go back way back in your closet and put on the coach's hat here in a second. But the third topic is going to be how to get started as a college level official. Again, it's very similar to education. We have kindergarten, get started with youth. Now we have middle school, high school. Now we're working high school activities. And now you want to what? We're ready for that college education. We want to be a college football official. We want to be a college basketball, softball official. Those listeners who are up for that challenge, those listeners who are listening as a fan, as a coach, um, There is so much more to get to that college level. So officials, when you think you are ready to work college sports, you have to ask your mentor, am I ready? Can I do what it takes to be a college official? 
and it's going to be your mentor that's going to actually let you know. And vice versa, there's officials out there where I will reach out to them and say, have you thought about being a college official? I'm not ready yet. No, as a mentor, you, you're ready. That college game needs you. Um, so that's really step number one is either being told you're ready or ask if you're ready. Step number two, attend a camper clinic that your mentor recommends for you. There are so many options out there, and there's no purpose to spending thousands of dollars on a camp that's not for you. Talk to those mentors. What camp, what clinic should you attend? At those camps and clinics, you are typically hired by that supervisor. So when you go to that camp and clinic, communicate with that supervisor. Nate, you were talking about networking. Same exact thing. You have to network with the current officials in that um, conference and that supervisor. That supervisor then will send you an email to register with NAIA, NCAA, exactly the same way as it is with the NSAA at NSAHome.org. Now, coming back to Nate as a college football coach here, in your eyes, what makes a college football official? That's an interesting question. Uh, And never being an official before, but being in the seat that I've sat in for the last 12 years and, and speaking with officials who have started at the lowest level and worked their way into the college level to the NFL level, uh, a lot of it is an it factor. They understand the game. Yeah, they understand the rules, but they also know how to implement the rules and make calls within the game. They know how to manage the game. And probably more important than any of those aspects is they know how to communicate effectively. I hear it a lot, all the time, as a former coach and now as an advocate for officials and talking to other officials, it's the communication piece that is maybe the most important part of being considered a great official. Not just making the call or not making the call, but then explaining why you did or you didn't and having that relationship with the players as well as the coaches. That, that's a, a phenomenal point. And communication is actually going to be a future podcast here with us. Um, so make sure you visit back at Take Time Out with PSOA to learn what it goes into being a good communicator, not only with coaches, players, but also your partners. we got a couple of closing comments here, questions for Nate. Again, um, you can answer these questions as a supervisor, as a former player, former, former coach, but new sports official, what is your best advice that you would give them before they work their first game? Be prepared. Get in the rule book, get into the mechanics, take the field with an understanding of what you're doing and how you're doing it. Beyond that, when you do take the field, you want to be confident, trust your training, uh, be humble because you have to understand that you probably will make mistakes within your mechanics or within your calls. Uh, listen to those that are trying to help you, listen to your mentor, listen to the other officials on the crew. And I think it's important that you communicate effectively. I talked about that a little bit ago. Again, you can sell a call, a no call, based on how you effectively communicate. And maybe the most important thing is don't overthink it, don't over-officiate it. Work within your group. You're always within two or three, four on a basketball or on a football field, a couple officials on the basketball court. You have a team of officials. Trust your partners and work together. All right, so this is more of a – we're all about motivating um, as coaches. 
And I got to do a better job myself as an administrator of sports officials. What is it that you could take from when you were coaching and motivating players to play a game? What type of motivation can we take from the coaching perspective to motivate these sports officials to perform at a high level? I think you can always default back to work hard. I've talked to a lot of coaches, spectators, administrators, even other officials. The expectation is that you work hard. Nothing is going to create a more controversial situation than if you look unimpressed, undermotivated, you're just going through the motions and you don't want to be there. Even on your toughest days, your longest days, and you're there, understand how important it is for those kids to be participating in that activity. And you're providing them that opportunity to do so. So be prepared. Understand your role in that process and work hard. You're going to make a mistake with a call, no different than when you play football or play a sport. You're going to make mistakes, but what have coaches always said? Go hard, go hard. Same thing in the officiating world. Be in the right position when you make that call. Work the proper mechanics. Don't stand around. Don't lollygag around. Don't act disinterested. You've got to put forth a great effort. All right, and just a little side note, I put here, players are going to make mistakes. Coaches are going to make mistakes. Officials are going to make mistakes. That's part of sport, and that's what makes sport enjoyable. Um, And you want what? Go hard, have fun, and if you're wrong, be wrong strong. Last part here, um, most rewarding part of your position now as a supervisor of officials in the state of Nebraska. So I've been traveling the state recently presenting to schools And sometimes that means student-athletes, that means teachers and educators, that means coaches, sometimes parents are are involved, because we really need to advocate for officials and promote sportsmanship. So that's been special to me. We get an opportunity to advocate for these officials, because this is a special job. Not anybody can do this. And if you ask a lot of people out there, would you ever want to be official? Many of them say, no chance, no way. It's not worth it. Have you listened to how those officials are treated? So those people that do sign up to do this are special. They're providing opportunities that I think we took for granted years ago. I know when I was an athlete 30 years ago, I just always assumed officials would be there. Never thought they wouldn't be. And now we're entering into a situation where we don't have enough officials on Friday nights or Thursday nights sometimes to cover games. So we need to make sure that we advocate for officials, we respect them, we appreciate them, because if we don't, this is a real slippery slope, and the next generation of student-athletes might not get the same opportunities that we got to enjoy. Mm-hmm. I, I know um, you've been working on the Shrine Bowl, and whether the assignments are out or not, but w- whenever I see a sports official who has been working at it get that assignment they went for, that's probably the most rewarding thing that I've seen um, is those who have got the opportunity, taken advantage of the opportunity, and then that big assignment. It's awesome seeing the officials move up and get that assignment. That's so. a great point. I I really enjoy it. It's maybe one of the most fun phone calls I get to participate in is when I make that call and talk to the crew chief and offer him a state final football game. Uh, it is truly one of the best feelings. I know they're, they're, they're happy about it. I'm happy about it. We have enough negative conf- conversations throughout the year that it's nice to have a popular one when – 
you know, we're dealing again with maybe the most underappreciated service we provide is officiating at any level, not only high school, but college and pros. It's so underappreciated that we just have to keep that in mind. Well, Nate, thank you for taking time out here today with PSOA. Those officials listening to this podcast, those parents, those coaches, maybe former coaches who are looking to stay with the game, in the game, if you're looking to officiate football, wrestling, soccer, basketball, swimming, track and field, baseball, and softball, make sure you visit nsaahome.org to get more information. Is there a specific contact that people listen to this podcast, if they want to contact you directly, Nate, what is the best way to get in contact with you? Call the office. It's 402-489-0386. Again, ask for me directly, Nate Newhouse. You can also reach me via email, and that is N-N-E-U-H-A-U-S at N-S-A-A-H-O-M-E.org. And Newhouse at nsaahome.org. Please reach out. Happy to get you connected. Happy to work you through the process. Those of you listening to the podcast, thank you for taking time out with PSOA today. Um, if you enjoy the information and stories you're hearing here, make sure you rate us five out of five. Follow us on YouTube. Share the podcast with family and friends. Search PSOA on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a great week. And remember, until our next time out with PSOA, you're only as good as your last call. A Heard at Sports Network production.